welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Coming to you live from the Interaction Media Studio in Morgantown, welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on this show, we talk with West Virginia business leaders and share their success stories with people just like you in West Virginia and across the country. For those of you guys joining us live on Facebook, Welcome and thanks for being with us. And for those listening on the podcast, we're glad you're tuning in on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or wherever the heck you listen to your favorite podcasts. When we first started this show back in 2017, one of the things we wanted to do was encourage our listeners with inspirational business stories. I get to see so many positive things happening around the state of West Virginia business every day that a lot of people never get to hear about. My team at Interaction Media is working to change that with this show so that people realize you don't have to leave West Virginia to find great business opportunities. They're right here in our state. And we want to encourage people to stay here and build great companies right here in West Virginia. All of our guests are people who are really getting that done. And I'm convinced that we can all learn from their experiences and their stories. This week, we're going to learn about Eric Watkins and his company, The Fighter Store. Eric, thanks for being on the show today. Hey, Jim. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. I'm excited to have you on the podcast to share your story this week. Eric Watkins is the owner of the Fighter Store in Morgantown, West Virginia. Of course, that's in Montegalia County. Eric was raised in Morgantown since the age of four years old. And at the age of 24, he decided to go to college at West Virginia University as an untraditional freshman, exactly five years later than he should have, quote unquote. Uh, At the time, Eric was training to be a professional fighter, and he had his first professional fight the first week of college, which is pretty wild, and little did he know that his life was about to change forever. We're going to talk about that. He's a serial entrepreneur and really got started in business by winning the West Virginia Collegiate Business Plan Competition in 2013 and his first startup idea, a designated driver business that was designed to flatten the bell curve for DUI arrests in Morgantown. We're going to talk about that. Today, as a former professional fighter, a boxer, and fight promoter, Eric Watkins is currently creating an eBay-type marketplace specifically for fighters to make money on called The Fighter Store. And like all great boxers, he also has a great nickname, Eric one Arm Bandit Watkins. I invited Eric on the show today to talk about The Fighter Store, to share his story, and to give our audience some valuable insight into his uh, new company in West Virginia. Eric, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that brief intro and give us a little behind the curtain look into your business. Okay. So behind the curtain into my business is pretty much when I, as a fighter, you know, especially low level coming up professional boxers for your pro debut and even amateur status, Mm -hmm. you would be surprised at how hard these guys work and you'd be surprised at how little money they get in for fighting or whatever, you know? So my first couple fights, I, um, I literally broke my arm and I think I made about $650. The surgery was about $24,000 and I was left with the 
some remainder of what the insurance didn't pay of about six thousand dollars. So oh. my first, <laughs> so my first fight, like I went into debt, you know, taking a risk to be a professional athlete, and never in my wildest dreams as a kid watching boxing on ESPN would have I've ever thought that a guy's gonna you know, get $600 for a pro fight, then break his arm and be $6,000 in debt for it. So I got to ask, is that how you got the nickname One Arm Bandit? That's exactly how I got the name. (laughs) Um, That's great. It was, yeah, it was actually a crazy story. I mean, my first pro fight, I worked so hard. I sacrificed so much that summer, you know, like young man, no going out, no drinking, you know, social life was, literally cut off to zero got rid of i mean in in the transition of training and finding the fight life in boxing you pretty much lose a whole bunch of old bad negative influences and friends and all that stuff it takes a lot of discipline doesn't it yeah and not everyone um is built for that is that i mean Mm -hmm. just on a quick side note, like I have friends that like would have bets on me of like when I was going to be out drinking at the bar, you know what I mean? Like sure. that's how encouraging they were. Yeah. You know what I mean? It yeah. wasn't like Eric's got this. No, let's take a bet on when Eric falls off. They were, this. they were betting on when you were going to fail. Pretty much. Yeah. So Eric, talk, talk a little bit about how you got, how in the heck did you get into the, to the fighting uh, and boxing arena anyway? How did, what was the thing that drew you into that? Well, um, okay, so a couple things. I mean, granted, when I was a kid, I used to watch the old UFCs of Tank Abbott pretty much go um, sit on top of a guy's chest for 15 minutes and break both of his hands on their head, you know? So we would watch those fights. I would watch the, of course, everyone's watched the old Mike Tyson's, the old Roy James. And I mean... And then around about high school time, the Ultimate Fighter came out. And are you familiar with the Ultimate uh, Fighter? Of course, yeah, sure. Well, you know, UFC re- releases the Ultimate Fighter, and that show, I mean, I can honestly say that probably changed my life in a bit. So um, I watched every episode of it, the whole season, not just the season finale of when Stefan Bonner and... um Forrest Griffin went into all-out war. So then, of course, that 15-minute fight, I mean, they probably re-showed that fight like 30 times, you know, because it was getting it was getting ratings greater than the World Series. Yeah. And so from then, you know, I just sort of got into the UFC wave, you know, I was just watching it all the time, and I was watching Pride And, that, and that, that's something that you were just like, I got to do this. Well, I thought, you know, I was a young 18, 19-year-old guy playing rugby. Sure. And so I thought I was the toughest guy in the world. And so um, so I literally, I made a New Year's resolution when I was 19 to be in Pride, which was pretty much the UFC of the time, yeah. but it was over in Japan. And it was um, all the legends fought there, Mirko Krokoff, Rampage, Fedor. And it was in the white ring where they're allowed to like kick in the head on the ground. Yeah. But um, so I was watching that a lot. And I literally thought that within six months I could be there. And so I went to the boxing gym and to the MMA gym and um, 
long story short, they wiped the floor with me. So <laughs> I wasn't as good as I thought I was. <laughs> uh, it, like Mike Tyson used to say, everybody has a, uh, a plan until you get punched in the mouth, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it changes everything. <laughs> All right, so let's let's fast forward then. You know, right now you've got this company called the Fighter Store. Tell us about. Yeah. Give us your thirty second pitch. In other words, what is it that you tell people that you do with Fighter Store? It's coming up. It's a brand new uh, startup, and then we're going to get into your entrepreneurial journey after that. Okay. Well, real quick, the Fighter Store is a way for fighters to make more money. It's that simple. Yeah. I created a e-commerce website to where, let's say, I got a, I make a Jim and Tuga shirt, a Jim and Tuga leggings, Jim and Tuga handband, Jim and Tuga's cell phone case, whatever, right? Yeah, sure. I put it on your store. I put a bio, a video about you, whatever, right? Yeah. You send your fans, your mom, your sister, your teammates, all that stuff to the store. They buy a shirt with your picture of your face on it. Sure. And then next thing you know, you next thing you know, those people can show up and support you to the fight wearing your face on their, on their chest or yeah, whatever. Sure. And... Whenever that money gets, um, whenever that money gets spent, you as the fighter get the profit. Yeah, yeah. Because a lot of times, as I understand, it's kind of like the music business in the old days too. It's like you know, these fighters go out and they make you know a couple hundred bucks, and they're putting their head on the line, literally their face on the line, right? <laughs> so, you're, much. so you're creating a way for fighters, boxers, uh, and other types of fighting, uh, professional uh, fighting, for these guys to make make a living doing it and be able to monetize their, their efforts. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. So, okay. yeah. All right, cool. So I want to, I want to, you know, obviously I want to talk about the entrepreneurial journey. Cause I first uh, met Eric Watkins, uh, who's our guest today with the fighter store back in, it must've been 2012. And I, I think the very first time you had, you had entered the West Virginia uh, statewide business plan competition, which is a, a an amazing thing. I think WVU is a sponsor for it, but it's open to any kind of college kid, college student around the state of West Virginia, and they can present their ideas for business. And they, you have an opportunity to win some significant money in startup, right? Uh, and yeah. and uh, and. And so, Eric, take us back to 2012 because you won the competition in 2013 and got a $10,000 basically a grant prize money to start your business. Yeah. But take us back to 2012 and that first entrepreneurial idea. How did you come up with the idea of entering this contest for an entrepreneurial okay. idea? Okay, so to be honest with you, and um, this is one of those things where pretty much everything that you've been through in life has some sort of a important later you can call on the knowledge of that or later yeah. you can be like, I did this because of that, you know? So exactly. to, be, to be completely honest, Morgantown used to be a lot wilder than it is now. Right. I mean, like around 20, I mean, back in the day before WB cut everything off and yada yada, downtown was crazy. Sunnyside sure. was crazy. Sure. And there was, and um, there was only one place to get, any rides and that was yellow cab sure. and they weren't doing a sufficient job at the time yeah and so um so the dui rate was crazy right mm -hmm. everyone and their brother was getting a dui yeah. and 
around the time where I was trying to start it up at first, um, Sergeant Todd May of the Montego County Sheriff's Department, he was chasing a drunk driver and they went into Pennsylvania. Then the drunk driver turned around and yeah. smashed into Todd May's car and killed him, which I'm yeah. sure you're familiar with that yeah. story. Tragedy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and so after that, like, literally, like, the town locked down on DUIs, which is a good thing, you mm-hmm. know I mean? I'm not saying that, like, anyone should just be, like, driving around drunk or anything. Yeah. So, so that, so, that in, in essence, inspired you to say, okay, I've got to do something about this. Is that correct? Well, yeah, what really inspired me is I'm going to be truthful with you and I'm truthful with a lot of my customers with this. What inspired me is one night I waited on the cab for like three and a half hours. I'm not even joking. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so, um, and so I do the good old, I gargle water by the time, like I was sober and that's to be proven, but I've get on later in the story. So I, you know, brush my teeth with my finger, drive across town, right? Yeah. Boom, I get pulled over by the Montegalia County Sheriff's, right? Yeah. I get pulled over on, um, what was it, Stewart? When, on Stewart, when you pull, like, take a left on the West Run, yeah. I get pulled over right there at the storage um, container. It's a storage unit. Wow. So, so boom. Um, so they pulled me out of the car, you know, walk the line, follow the pen, all that good stuff, yep, right? Yep. And I pass, I pass them, but um, now it's time to blow. Mm-hmm. Boom, I blow. I get like a point three. Blow again, point three. They're like, you're free to go. Yeah. But at this time, at this time, I was, um, I seen this designated driver business idea before. It was like on um, some... I think it was like TLC or like History Channel, sure. one of those type of shows, and it was in Nashville, Tennessee. So, right? But let's and, let's fast forward to to the business plan competition because I want to get yeah. to the, the to the meat of this, and I, I appreciate your 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 inspiration there. That's pretty pretty in, yeah. in depth, and I didn't know the details of that. So you enter this business plan competition. 2012 and you don't yeah. win you don't win and and the idea yeah. give us the 30 second idea in, in a nutshell what was the idea the idea in a nutshell was you can drink as much as you want you call us up i send out two guys one person comes out drives your car one person follows behind you so now when you wake up in the morning you have your car home with you you don't have a dui and you didn't wreck your car yeah, I mean it's pretty simple. So you don't yeah. you don't win the business plan competition in 2012, but you yeah. didn't you did not give up. You no. you rethought the idea and you go back in 2013 and you win ten thousand yeah. dollars to start this idea. Uh-huh. What did you change in the presentation the second time? Honestly, nothing really. My <laughs> my issue was <laughs> my issue was. I mean, I cleaned it, redefined it, all that good stuff. But yeah. my issue was um, that the West Virginia Public Service Commission, which they regulate yeah. anything that uses the roads for monetary gain, sure, like taxi right? taxi services, et cetera. Tow trucks. They yeah. they're in charge of all the way stations yeah. and all sure. that good stuff. Yeah. Yep. I mean, pretty much before this, 
before in 2012, I was trying to get through to the government and um, I'll talk about like my energy on it later in this interview. But pretty much um, there was no rule for a designated driver service in West Virginia. Wow. So there was absolutely nothing. And then so when I first presented them with my idea, they're like, oh, can't be done, yada, yada. Yeah. But then once I really dug into it with them, yeah. without a lawyer, all by myself, uneducated in the matter of law, especially corporate law, you know, I just kept on submitting proposals, kept on giving them the information they asked for. And then finally, once I submitted them a big enough plan, they said to me that West Virginia has no laws on this. Huh. So therefore, you are able to operate Huh. Because we don't regulate this. <laughs> That's pretty wild. You found, a, a, you know, almost like glitch in the system. So 2013, you go through the thing yeah. again. You have one year's of experience. You've got, uh, you know, some some uh, reps under your belt presenting this thing. You take it to the, yeah. to the committee and you go, you're a finalist, and you win the West Virginia Collegiate Business Plan Competition. Ten grand yeah. to get this idea off the, off the ground. What did you call it? Yeah. What was the name of the business? Dub V Safe Ride. Dub V Safe Ride. So you start the business. And that's when I first really met you and kind of saw what you were doing. You're getting all this notoriety. You got this service. You even figured out a way to do it with one person where the person would drive to the person who's the, uh, you know, under the influence, so to speak. You meet them and you had a fold up motorcycle that you would put in their trunk. <laughs> so it only took yeah. one person. So you refined the business plan as it's, as it's going. What did you learn? What was the takeaway? Cause the company ran for how many, how many, how long did it run? Safe the ride. company ran for four years, four years. And then it finally, you ended, ended the company, right? It's no longer in business, but what did you learn? Yeah. What was the, what was the key takeaway of like, I, I had this idea, I launched it, I had to manipulate the, the concept and the business plan wasn't going to work that I had because reality is different than, you know, on paper. What, what's, the sure one ta- what's the one takeaway that you learned from that, that entrepreneurial venture coming out of the statewide business plan competition? The one takeaway that you learn is you'll be really surprised at who your friends are and who your actual customers are. Like, really? You know, I thought, yeah. I thought I was going to make this service and I was going to be filled up with young 20 year old people, you know, young WVU, not trying to get a DUI, but it turned out to be the exact opposite. I was filled up with like 50 year old and 40 year old people (laughs) that like, yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So so that's, that's the difference of like, you know, a theoretical business, you know, coming up with this concept and business, then you start doing the business and I mean, you made it four years. What was the, what was the deciding factor in saying, Hey, this thing is not, I've got to, you know, it's time, the time is up. I got to close it down. What was the deciding factor in that? If you don't mind, if you don't mind sharing that with our, with our audience. No, no, I don't. And I've came at home with this, you know, over the years, but pretty much, um, all that in a nutshell, um, Unfortunately, I figured out a couple of things during this mm-hmm. business, right? Mm-hmm. I, I figured out how much I don't like alcohol. Yes. You know, so I'm not going to lie and act like I'm a saint or anything. You know, I have a couple of drinks here and there. Yeah. But, um, you know, I was boxing this whole business career. Yep. So I wasn't really going out and drinking like yeah. most 
people are in this town, or at least a lot of people. But you were dealing with it. You were dealing with it every night. Yeah, and um, ask any bartender that doesn't drink. Ask any bouncer that doesn't drink. You know what I mean? Ask any cop. They'll tell you that people that drink too much can be, um, you know, I'm not saying this to, like, bash my old customers or anything, but, you know, dealing with drunks is dealing with drunks. Yeah. You know, so that was one of the, that was one of the things, you know, and another quick side note is, um, every employee that worked for me, they still like come back and, or they weren't employees or independent contractors. Every person that ever worked for me, they come back and like, they tell me like, Hey, like, I'm glad I work for you. I I don't like to drink that much anymore just because of what we've seen and what we had to deal with. And the same drunk lady that's like 60 telling us the same Mm. story night after night. Yeah. But, um, so, Eric, I, I want to, you know, I think that your story is really unique because, you know, not many people win the West Virginia West Virginia Collegiate Business Plan competition. I yeah. mean, you, you had an idea. There's some illustrious judges. I know a lot of people that, that serve on that. I've actually been on, on the panel of judges uh, uh, one year for that uh, particular program, and it's it's intense. I mean, you've got to get out there and pitch your idea. It's almost like Shark Tank on steroids, you know? Yeah. And and to win $10,000 is no... Um, I mean, that's a pretty significant... Uh, achievement, achievement, accomplishment on your behalf. So, congratulations on that. But now, you know, since Thanks. since 2013, I mean, you've been an entrepreneur. You've been doing your own business. You know, you've been a fight promoter. You've been a professional fighter, a boxer. Um, you know, the One Arm Bandit is now starting the Fighter Store. What's you know, what's the um, what's the worst business moment you've had so far? Take us to that place. Tell us that quick story. The worst business moment. Maybe I was having, um, I started up a little battle rap promotion, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know if you're familiar with battle raps, like eight mile, right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, come throw as many insults about the guys you can within your rhyme and within your 30 seconds or whatever. Pretty much out of battle rap and nobody showed up. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing worse, is there? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or, you know, when I had to shut down Safe Friday. Another reason yeah. I had to shut down was Uber came. And yeah. granted, I tried to dap, but I didn't dap good enough. And yeah. I mean, I have no one else to blame it on yeah. besides my inability to adapt yeah. and or my wow. poor management of the situation. Well, you think about 2013, Uber was not even a thought, right? I mean, you, it wasn't. There was not even a, a thought of of what an Uber could be, and here comes a an industry uh, and you know Lyft and Uber kind of disruptors in the in that yeah. public transportation uh, entity where they're providing almost like a, a virtual Uber uh, taxi service, right? And then and it yeah. kind of it, it, it disrupted what you were doing too. So you've been a victim of of a disruptor in the marketplace, and now with you know, the fighter store, you're, you're trying to accomplish something new and helping an industry that you know very, very well. And I want to get into that here in a second. But first, Eric, I want to take a, uh, a moment just to uh, mention our incredible sponsors that we have for Positively West Virginia, and they are Insurance Centers, The State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media, The 
financial support and uh, recognition that we receive from these companies allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. Our guest today is Eric Watkins. He's an entrepreneur, a former winner of the West Virginia Statewide Collegiate Business Plan Competition, and now with his new company, The Fighter Store, based in Morgantown, West Virginia. He's helping uh, fighters and professional fighters out there in the world monetize their profession and, and make some money uh, from fighting. Eric, what's the vision you have for the fighter store long term? Okay, my vision for the fighter store long term is to pretty much to get every. Okay, so granted, when you guys see a professional fighter at MMA fighter, he's in the UFC, he's on TV, right? Yeah. He's the biggest guy ever. You're like, wow, he got um, half a million dollars for that fight, right? Yeah, exactly. But, yep. but nobody sees the 50 guys behind him that are never going to get a half a million dollars for the fight, ever. Yeah. Like, yeah. that guy's going to, in his whole career, the most he's going to get is $5,000. Yep. So my goal is to get all of those guys, not just the guys that you see, the guys that he fought, the, all of those guys on my website to help them make more money. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. So let me ask you this, you know, um, how many fights did you have as a, as a professional fighter? What was your, what was your record? I, okay. I technically, I was 12, 10 and two by two draws so i have 24 pro fights but yeah. really uh, i was like i think 16 and 8 yeah who besides was the robberies <laughs> who was the uh who was the biggest name that you were in the ring with the biggest name that i got in the ring with was roy jones jr the roy, and, um, roy jones jr D. Roy Jones Jr., yeah. I mean, um, if you go to YouTube, they have it, and they just have the round that he knocked me out at. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, so what What was it like being knocked out by Roy Jones Jr.? I mean, to be completely honest with you, <laughs> so I took the fight on, I'm going to try to be quick on this one. I yeah, took yeah. the fight on the three days notice, right? Yeah. I was out of shape, but I was... At that point, I was such a good fighter, as in just, like, know how to fight. And um, long story short, I was beating him, like, on points, you know? Yeah. And I was beating him on points. I was pushing him back. I was hitting him with jabs and all that stuff. And I pushed him back into the ropes, and he hit me with a uppercut, right? Yeah. And, I mean... There are some people that just have, like, legendary, like, some people got legendary speed. Some people got legendary, you know, like Michael Jordan's a legendary basketball, you know. Okay. He'll break your ankles and yeah. make you cross both your legs, you know. Sure. Or, like, guy like Roy, jo or Roy Jones, you know, just had a legendary power oh, and speed. And he absolutely. still had it in his hands. And, um, I mean, he crushed me, so... Hey, hats off to him. I was trying to crush him, but he he ended up getting it off on me. That's uh, that's an incredible uh, piece of information. I did not know that. That's very cool. Uh, very cool uh, little story. So thanks for thanks for sharing that as well, Eric. You know, obviously, one of the missions that we're on here is to help entrepreneurs and and young people just like yourself as as, you're, as they're going through life, uh, trying to take an idea. And, and make something of it, right? And, and the yeah. the opportunity, if, if you can have, if you can leverage a passion that you have with something that you're really good at 
and, and there's a need out there in the in the world that you can monetize that and make a make a business out of it, make a, a living out of it, fulfill your yeah. fulfill your dreams, but also maybe some create some jobs out there. Maybe if, if, whether it's a contractor like you were saying with Dove v Safe 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 Ride or you know whatever. So what's what's one piece of advice you would give to young people out there that might be listening to the show today to, if they've got this idea in their heart maybe uh, something to do what's one piece of advice you would give to them okay i'm gonna try to be not one when they with this but pretty much um some of your parents are just old or in i'm not saying that as a disrespect or an insult to any person over a certain age but you know like let's say for instance if i tell my parents about I was going to create a WD safe ride to drive home drunk people in the city of Morgantown, <laughs> right? They're like, that would never work. They're like, who the hell is going to, or sorry, yeah. but who's going to, who's going to pay another person to drive their car? That makes absolutely no sense. And you're like, no, mom, I would completely do this because I go out six days out of the week, you know what I mean? Yeah. And you're like, no, it will work. I know the market. And your mom or whoever is like, no, it's not going to work, you know? Mm. So, and I see the same thing with the fighters, story, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I know fighters, and I, I at least believe that I really know this market and know that fighters will be like, wow, a place where it's like eBay for me, fighters, I'm going to jump on that, you know? So, and, so Eric, whittle, whittle down that, that, that advice to one sentence, what would it be with regard to the parents? Um, follow your passion. And if you know it's mm. there, it's probably there. Yeah. If you would buy it, somebody else would buy it. <laughs> I love it, man. That's that's awesome. That's awesome. I didn't mean to cut you off, but you're, oh, no, you're, you're so exuberant, and I, 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 and I, I got you know a little limited time here today, but uh, but I really appreciate that. That's good stuff. What's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Uh, I work out, yeah. you know, and whenever I wasn't working out, like from boxing, you know, working out's just mandatory, you know, sure. but then after boxing, I'm um, not going to lie. Like I was waiting to retire from boxing so I could lay around and relax for once, but then, <laughs> the, but to be completely honest, it got me soft. Yeah. It takes and its it, toll. Yeah, it got me soft, and it came out in my business. It came out in my relationships, and it came out in my pocket. Yeah. So, pretty much right now, I'm just um, I'm not working out like a professional boxer anymore. Yep. But I just make sure I get my workout in one way or another. That's awesome. What's one book or podcast that you'd recommend for aspiring entrepreneurs or business people? The Power of Consistency by Weldon Long. Awesome. I don't think we've had that book recommended yet in two and a half years. So we'll make sure we had that to the positivelywv.com slash resources page and where you can find yeah. all the recommendations uh, that our guests have made over the last uh, two and a half years since 2017. Eric, Man, I tell you, you you're an awesome guy to talk to, and inspiring. And I love the story that, that you know. I know your your nickname is you know the one arm bandit, but it could also be the comeback kid, because uh, yeah. you're, you're relentless, man. And I, I love your passion for business and entrepreneurship, and just knowing you. F just uh, on the surface, so to speak, uh, since 2012, 2013, I've really loved watching what you're doing out there. And uh, I think you have a, uh, a real good head on your shoulders. Uh, in closing, Eric, uh, how can our listeners learn more about your company and get in contact with you? 
Okay, to get in contact with me or learn more about my company, you can just go to thefighter.store. It's awesome. thefighter.store. Thefighter with the er.store. Yep. Uh, .com. .store. Yep. And then That's you awesome. can hit me up on Facebook. Hit me up on Instagram at the one or one underscore armed bandit. Cool. We'll one have underscore. Yeah, we'll have, we'll have links to all that uh, on our on the okay. podcast notes yeah. too, for the show notes section. Uh, Eric, it's it's been an honor, man, to have you on the show. I, I, like I said, I've I've been looking forward to uh, getting through our COVID nineteen broadcast so that we can could get back to uh, doing these regular podcasts. And uh, I know we're not out of the woods yet, and we're still social distancing and and everything like that. But yeah. uh, once once all that gets over, we'll, we'll sit down and have a cup of coffee. I think what you're doing is really cool, and I would just encourage you to keep up the great work. I appreciate that, and I appreciate you bringing me on to talk to you and your fans. Absolutely, man. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, and Interaction Media as we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State, just like Eric Watkins and the Fighter Store in Morgantown, West Virginia. Our hope is that we in some way inspire and motivate you guys by sharing these success stories with you. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. And, we, of course, we appreciate your comments, uh, your encouragement, your reviews on iTunes. All that stuff's important as we uh, are into our third year of doing this. And we just appreciate you guys and love you very much and, and just uh, really appreciate the, the comments and, and, and all the support we get for Positively West Virginia. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga. Stay positive, West Virginia.